Welcome back to Ramping with Dave. We are joined, as always, by the star of Ramping with Dave, Dave. Welcome, Dave. Thanks, Chris. It's been a while. It's been too long. Yes, it has. I am your host, Chris. This week on Ramping with Dave, a new segment, Eating with Dave. Dave, welcome to Eating with Dave. Thanks, Chris. Tell us what you've been eating lately. Last week, a lot of uh, ice cream, bread, sugar, soda, uh, and some beer, but not too much. Uh, was that the only kind of alcohol you had? Chips, pretzels. Uh, yeah, it was. I didn't actually touch any of the bourbon. I just didn't feel like it wasn't in the mood. Who was drinking the bourbon? Uh, there was uh, two other gentlemen, actually one other gentleman who stayed with us full time. <laughs> stayed week. with you for full? What yes. does that mean? Uh, he, they actually went in uh, half the cost for the whole week. You were on vacation. I was, yeah. And then there was another gentleman who met us there on Friday just for the day. Uh, and he had some of the Maker's Mark on the beach as well. And we had a great catch on the beach with a very bouncy ball. A great catch. Yes. Just you and Derek and his fiance? Just me and Derek, really. Amy didn't really want to throw the ball that far. Or I don't know if she was able to throw the ball that far. She's just not a good ball handler? Uh, she was good enough uh, for Derek's purposes, I guess. Dave, did you invent any new morning routine delicacies this week? Yeah, it was out of necessity. So when we got back at about 10.30 p.m. on Saturday, uh, I guess that would have been July 6th, we didn't really feel like going grocery shopping. We meaning you and your wife. Yes. You each have a car. And the daughter as well. Right. Uh But she does not drive. Right. Too young. Both of us did not want to go to the grocery store. And then Sunday was a very lazy day where neither of us wanted to go to the store. Wait, so you get home on on Saturday. You don't go to the store. Your wife doesn't go to the store. Right. It was too late. Do you have milk on Saturday? Uh, No. Sunday. No milk, no, uh, but I wouldn't put milk in my coffee anyway. I would put light cream or half and half as a last resort. <laughs> Why no milk? Uh, milk just tends to water it down, make the coffee not as good, kind of sour. doesn't really serve much of a purpose other sour? than ruin it. What kind of milk? Milk ruins coffee? Uh, milk ruins coffee, hands down, flat out, no question about it. But cream, okay. Heavy cream is, some people look at me funny when I put heavy cream in my coffee, but I think it's actually ingenious to do so. <laughs> Because <laughs> all, all humility aside, because the point of adding some kind of cream or uh, creamer to your coffee is to add that fat and that thickness to it. You don't want to water it down. No, like you wouldn't put a bunch of ice in your co- in your hot coffee because then you get watery coffee. But the same dude, thing there is no way I am adding any substance to my coffee for the purpose of adding fat or thickness. I do not want thick coffee. I can say that without reservation. All right. Well, smoothness, we'll say, is uh, okay, I guess yeah. the other, the other function that a creamer yeah. provides. Uh, it takes the edge off of the acidity. Even whole milk, you find, doesn't suffice? Correct. Yeah. And what's even more disgusting than mayonnaise, probably, <laughs> is when people put skim milk in coffee. Always get the O in there. you got to pronounce all the syllables. I attribute it to my education in German language, where you pronounce every syllable that is spelled in a word. Uh, so, therefore, it is mayonnaise. It's not mayonnaise or anything like that. What about man-aise? Then you're just eliminating a bunch of letters as if it's the French language, and that's just not appropriate, in my opinion. Using the French pronunciation of mayonnaise is inappropriate. Yes. And the bunch of letters in this case is the letter O. And the letter Y, because you're basically cutting it down to man-ace. So it's 50% better if you're the, one of the people that pronounces mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah, but let's say uh, there's some people that pronounce it mayonnaise. You think that's 50% better than mayonnaise? That you're, you're, you're halfway there, yeah. Dave, Jesus, can just have some podcast etiquette for Christ's sake. I'm sorry. I wasn't the one getting... Let's go to the robot judges. Mayonnaise number one. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise number two. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise number three. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. 
Well, David, turns out your pronunciation of mayonnaise is acceptable. Good. How do you feel about that? It just kind of verifies what I've always known. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we're going to pretend like uh, your pronunciation was not one of the top three. Okay. Dave, I'm sorry, but the robot judges have ruled and your pronunciation of mayonnaise is not in the top three. Well, who'd you ask? A bunch of Montrealers or Frenchies? They're they're the robots from the robot dictionaries. Uh, Where are they from? Montreal? I'm not going to be able to answer that question, but I think it's like MiriamWebsterDictionary.com. Sometimes Cambridge Dictionary. Okay. Um, Well, I don't really think that there's any kind of official authority that lays the law of the land with how words are pronounced. Dude, that is fucking nonsense. The pronunciation is in the book, the dictionary book. Uh, Yeah, on the other hand, you're kind of right, because I do have a beef with that rheumatoid arthritis medicine called... (laughs) Humira, H-U-M-I-R-A. That you have a beef to, with the medication? They, they love to be edgy on that commercial by trying to pronounce it all different to get you to remember it. Like I have like Humara, like it's an A-I or an E instead of an I. And I am very anti that. So I hope that I'm not running afoul of uh, my own rule by pronouncing it mayonnaise. But I think that I'm pronouncing all the letters there as they are meant to be pronounced. So I'm going to stand by my pronunciation. Back to your original question about uh, unusual delicacies. I wouldn't call it a delicacy. I would call it a, a gross poor, concoction that a, you consumed. A poor man's cough. Not even really poor. Poor but P-O-U-R. An alternate, uh, yeah, an alternate type of coffee uh, out of necessity. <laughs> the only dairy product uh-huh. I had other than um, American cheese that was probably a week old. Um, no, actually I didn't have any cheese. The only dairy product we had in the fridge was uh, Chobani Greek yogurt, whole fat, whole milk, uh, and I no figured butter? That, um, oh, we actually did have uh, grass-fed butter in the freezer that I forgot about, as well as coconut oil. Anything else in the freezer that would have been able to add that delicious fatty thickness that you desire in coffee? No, not at all. Uh, now, come to think of it, I could have made bulletproof coffee, but I was a little concerned with my diet the week prior and thinking that bulletproof coffee would just bloat me up and uh, cause a lot of fat and cholesterol to enter my veins because I wasn't really doing the ketogenic diet at the time. Um, so that's why I didn't go with Bulletproof Coffee, although that would have been a far better option than what I wound up doing was to put the Chobani whole milk Greek yogurt in my coffee. When you got home on Saturday, fun. Dave, did you have any coffee that day? No. Did you have any coffee on Sunday the next day? I did, but my wife had gone out to Dunkin' Donuts and gotten coffee there. So you didn't need to concoct your own coffee at home? No, I did not. That was not, as you say, necessitated until Monday. Right, when I came to work. And the necessity truly is because you didn't go out and buy any creamer. Right. And your wife didn't either. That's correct. And she could have when she went to Dunkin'. Uh, I don't think they sell creamer. Well, she could have probably just gotten some extra little creamers. Um, I don't think she went inside. I think she just did the drive through and I don't think they're willing to do that. They won't give you extra creamers at Dunkin' Donuts going through the drive-thru. I doubt it. Not enough. You doubt it? Not a, I mean, I've never is tried. It, is it the analog if you go to McDonald's and ask for extra ketchup? And they're like, yes, I'll hook you up with a bunch of ketchup. Yeah, but they act like they're giving you an arm and a leg for doing it. And you just feel bad for asking. And you want to just say, never mind. You mean costing an arm and a leg. Well, they'd be giving you their arm and a leg no. by giving you the ketchup. No, I'm going to have to points off for this metaphor. Okay. But she could have also stopped on the way home in a grocery store. If she had felt up to it, yeah, I guess. You think she felt bad? Uh, I just think that she wasn't really in the mood to grocery shop at the time. Sunday's the busiest day. For grocery shopping? Yes. But yeah, stirred up the Greek yogurt all into the coffee. How much? A couple heaping tablespoons full. What, until, what until flavor? This, until this, just plain. Until the stirring of it all made the coffee's complexion uh, a nice uh, tan, as you will. Did you put sweetener in as well? 
I did. I put some stevia powder in there and stirred it up a lot until all the little clumps separated and seemed to have <laughs> dissolved. Did you use seemed... a spoon to, to stir it? Yes. Did you like try to smash the big clumps against the side of the mug? Oh, yeah. Uh, and I guess that the coffee is not as much yogurt soluble as I thought it was uh, because it, it sort of fooled me. Initially, I thought that everything had dissolved and it was a nice tannish coffee as if I had just used light cream. But uh, instead, as I started drinking it in the car, I would notice that the coffee up top would get darker and darker and darker as, I guess, the yogurt sank back to the bottom. So it's like and, separating on the drive? And the Yeah, and the uh, yogurt, I guess, is uh, self-philic or homophilic, something like that. I don't know the right word, but it's like water where it likes to stick to itself. And the all the yogurt clumps sort of re- reconstituted in the bottom of the cup. So then when I got towards the bottom, I kept getting hit in the face with these big, massive, wet globs of uh, <laughs> coffee yogurt. And what? that yogurt was soft, very soft. Uh, <laughs> Did you, you didn't have a lid on your coffee mug? Uh, not when I got here. Would it just come like flying out? Like sometimes when you have a, a drink that's got a bunch of small pieces of ice. And they and, stick together and one yeah. of them breaks. Exa- and, and then, then at a certain forward. point, there's like a, an avalanche and it just smashes into your face? Yep, that's exactly what happened. Did you spill any? No. Did you get Actually, any? Actually, yeah, I got a couple of drops on my shirt. Did you get any yogurt coffee uh, in your uh, mustache? Um, I wasn't looking, but probably. Can you describe what the flavor of plain Greek yogurt mixed into coffee with that stevia sweetener tastes like? It was sour, um, <laughs> an unpleasant consistency, inconsistent. Uh-huh. Inconsistent? Yeah, it was. What does that mean? The consistency was inconsistent. Some Meaning you would, sometimes it would be thicker and sometimes less thick? Yeah, and thinner. sometimes it was just you're, you're eating solids. You're eating your coffee at that point. You're not even drinking it. Uh, it ranged from very watery to pudding-like. But was this like a gradual change in thickness from normal coffee consistency to slightly thicker than that to very thick? Or would it be sip to sip? You had no idea, no way to predict what the uh, consistency of your Greek yogurt coffee would be. Typically thinner was up top. Thicker was down towards the bottom, but down towards the bottom. You prefer it thicker on the bottom. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, it was thicker on the bottom uh, with some very thick chunks at the bottom, mixing into the thick coffee at the bottom. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. At what point in the consumption of the Greek yogurt coffee was it you started to feel like, I don't like drinking this? Pretty much right away. And how many ounces would you say of Greek yogurt coffee had you put together? So the total mixture amounted to about... Let's say 30 ounces. How many ounces was it uh, before you thought, I'm not a fan of this? About a half an ounce, probably. (laughs) And so then you decided, I'm just going to power through the other 29 and a half ounces of gross coffee? Yeah, and then I only made it through about 14 ounces until until I just set it away for later. And when that afternoon crash hits around 1 or 2 o'clock after lunch is when I decided to just suck it up, (laughs) plug my nose, and go for the rest. (laughs) What? Yeah. Wait. I didn't realize this. So you decided you had about half the coffee and even in the morning consumption of the coffee is the gross pile of yogurt at the bottom still sliding around and hitting you in the face? No. So it was more thin coffee with little specks of yogurt up Uh top. Would you just strain it through your teeth? No, I would just let it all go in and just kind of smush it soft with my tongue against the roof of my mouth. (laughs) And so, but at a certain point that got too gross from a texture perspective or from a flavor perspective? Both. Or, okay, a combination. Yeah. Which was worse, the texture or the flavor? Uh, the flavor was definitely worse. Just I can, too tangy. I, I can get around to the solids in the drink, like with a boba tea. Uh-huh. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but you're expecting those. Like, that's the default 
texture of a boba tea. Yeah. Whereas most coffee is not chewable. That's true. So then you, you decide at a certain point after drinking half of this uh, that you're just like, I'm out. Um, or yeah. did you did you save it on purpose to prevent the afternoon crash? I tabled it. I wasn't ready to part ways with it, which is why I didn't pour it out in the trash or in uh-huh. the sink. Uh, probably would have clogged the sink, really. It was that thick. Yeah, but how gross but, would the trash be if you poured it out into the trash? I know. I would have had to strain, I guess, the coffee down the sink and then the uh, the yogurt down the pour trash. Pour in the toilet. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So I set it aside. I tabled the issue for the time being and then realized that I did actually want the rest of the coffee just because of the, <laughs> the caffeinated benefits. So, you, that afternoon. so you're like, th- did you table it because it was so gross? But you're like, well, I'm not ready to quite part ways with this gross coffee sludge yet. Yes, yeah. Because you're you like, it's terrible, of, but I might want more caffeine later. You can sort of plug the back of your nose and... Uh, the back of your nose? Like, plug your sinuses so you don't get um, some Yogurt kind of chunks bad, up in your... No, so you don't get some kind of bad taste. You can kind of, like, shut off your sense of taste if you close your sinuses in the back of your, in the back of your sinus. You know what I mean? No. I don't do know you, if you know what I mean. Do you have to do that uh, manually? Like, it's like, if you kind of talk like this, it means you're plugging the back of your nose without actually plugging your nose, uh, and you breathe through your mouth. Uh-huh. You don't use your nose at all, and now I'm back to using my nose. You can hear yeah, the difference no, in my I voice. Tell, much more sonorous. Uh, but uh, that's kind of how you do it. If you drink your coffee like that without breathing through your nose or using any, any kind of breathing, then it just sort of goes down uh, like you're swallowing a uh, a gross drink. What else do you drink when you're plugging the back of your nose or eat? Either one. Um, if there's a certain medication, I guess, that I got to drink that tastes bad. Uh, when I went to had a colonoscopy a couple years ago, <laughs> they made you drink this. This uh, drink mixture that tasted kind of like a salt and a chemical at the same time. That was, was it a really barium? bad taste. Um, no, the barium is what makes them see stuff on an x-ray. It was a an extreme laxative, the most powerful laxative you could ever imagine, uh, that they made me drink prior. I, th- I think it was the day before the colonoscopy. And uh, let me tell you, man, it was yeah. some really just a... Uh, Rocket fuel for the butthole. experience, yeah. Like, very powerful. And but a bad taste. Very bad. So besides the, the yogurt, coffee, and the, the worst laxative you can imagine, anything else you've had to plug the back of your nose to avoid tasting? Yeah, when you mix exogenous ketone powder into a drink, it's, it's especially bad if you mix it in water. Uh-huh. It tastes kind of salty and sort of chemically. Any like regular food that you would eat? Like has anybody ever served you a food where you're like, well, I'm going to be polite and I'm going to try to choke this down so I'm going to have to shut off my taste sense? Yeah, a sandwich with mayonnaise on it. Anything with mayonnaise on it. <laughs> I would definitely plug my sinus. Wouldn't you just refuse to eat that? Uh, no, because like you said, you got to be polite sometimes. When was or the last time you were polite about a mayonnaise or, sandwich? Or for example, if my fridge, the only food in my fridge had been a mayonnaise or a sandwich with mayonnaise uh-huh. on it yeah. on that Sunday or Monday where I had drank the yogurt coffee, yeah. I would have eaten it. I would have uh, plugged my sinuses. I would have scraped off the excess mayo, of course. Uh, but the taste never goes away once the mayo's on the bread. So <laughs> it's you, tainted forever. It is. It's like that sandwich is no longer a mayonnaise virgin. Yeah. It's, you can't, uh, you can't uh, unring that bell. Like on the trip to Maine uh, seven years ago, uh-huh. when my wife had uh, eaten the non-mayo sandwich when she ordered the mayo sandwich, and I was left with the mayo sandwich. I do remember having to shut off my taste sense when I ate, <laughs> ate that and grumbled and uh, was all pissed, uh, pissed off. Yeah, well, um, you didn't grumble. That was the angriest you've ever been at your wife. Yeah, probably. I would, I would agree with that. At what point did you think to yourself, I'm so in need of an afternoon pick-me-up that I'm willing to go back to the coffee that I was only able to drink half of when it was warm? Now I'm going to try to choke it down cold. So I didn't eat breakfast on Monday, and then I decided also to forego lunch on Monday, uh, just sort of the intermittent fast 
mm-hmm. recover from the massive carbo load that I did all the prior week and sort of get back on track. I did put on, uh, I think the final tally was 11 pounds wow. uh, last week on vacation. So I was just trying to burn off some of that stored carbs and stored water, slowly working that off. That's probably a part of the reason why I was kind of tired on Monday as well. Uh, and therefore really needed to hold on to that coffee and thought it'd be a waste to pour it out. I'd have to go spend at least 250 at a coffee place around here. Um, and that just wasn't something that I was willing to do. You remember what time it was you returned to the yogurt coffee uh, mug? It was probably between 2 and 3 p.m. Walk us through that thought process. Um, I you picked, starting to feel run down? Yeah. So I realized I still had a half a big Yeti cup of coffee left. I picked it up and kind of felt something bump in the cup, sort of like <laughs> the uh, like the little ball on the bottom of a Guinness can or a spray paint can. That's just from holding it. Uh, you right. kind of feel it like sliding side from, to side? From picking up, I could feel it tapping the edges because it was so bottom heavy at the time. <laughs> wow. And Had it separated even more? Could you see inside it? No, the top was pretty opaque. It looked like coffee that had had skim milk added to it. But then when I got to the bottom, it looked like regular coffee with big whitish brownish chunks in it that I just had to jiggle the cup while upside down, point it at my mouth, and it slowly... <laughs> pointed at your mouth? It slowly rolled down the side of the cup. Why were you thinking at uh, like this point? A, you're like, like I don't like boulder. the way I don't like the way the coffee tastes with the yogurt in it. But you know, the closer you get to the bottom, the heavier the yogurt flavor, right? Uh, yeah, the heavier the yogurt flavor is true. But remember, it was plain yogurt, and the sweetener didn't do much for it. You know, I'm not sure why I need to remember that, Dave. I'm thinking about what if it had been vanilla Greek yogurt, if it would have been a completely different ball game. But well, I'm, I'm not you, sure. Dude. I think the, the rules of that game would have been pretty similar, but the score might have been slightly different. Yeah, but I'm telling you, dude, the plain yogurt and the coffee, uh, if you like sour coffee, maybe it's for you. It's not for me. You think Scandinavians would like this coffee? No. Uh, how I know that is that my mother-in-law came over and saw me do this coffee uh, routine Monday morning before I left for work, and I had to kind of admit to her that I was doing it because she was there with the baby, and they were watching <laughs> me. Were you trying to hide it? They were talking to me in the kitchen, and... Uh, I was like, yeah, we're out of half and half in creamer, so I guess i got to put yogurt. You ever try that? And she's like, no. And I was like, you ever hear of that? She said, no, I've never heard of anybody doing that. Uh, and she is 100% Swedish. Then I asked her other things that people do with coffee, and she said nobody's really unconventional with their coffee in Sweden. So then I looked up an article and found that some people in Scandinavia add a raw egg to their coffee. Oh, my God. And I asked her about that. and she Don't said they that, drink their coffee super hot? Not hotter than most people. I think they do. Uh, a friend of mine, I broached with him the subject of my hypothetical hot coffee drinking contest where you have two pots of coffee that are the exact same temperature and whoever finishes first is the winner. And then my buddy Drew said, I bet my relatives would be really good because they're, they're Scandinavian and they drink their coffee super hot. And I would think if you're drinking super hot Scandinavian coffee and you put a raw egg in there, it would just cook. Yeah, that's a good thought. Um, you'd have to make it, it's not, it may be French press where it's a metal pitcher that you plug in as a percolator? It may be that. So it's like one of these metal, my parents have one. It's like a metal pitcher. You pour yeah. the water into it, and yeah. then you put the coffee in the center thing, and then somehow it makes it. That was the hottest coffee I ever had. That That's was a percolator. That was hotter than the Stella McDonald's coffee, I swear. Stella was the lady who spilled the McDonald's coffee on her leg and had to get her skin removed and was the uh, famous uh, McDonald's hot coffee case that everybody thought was a bogus lawsuit but was actually legit. I don't think Scandinavians have more durable or less sensitive lips than the rest of the world, though. So I don't see why that drinking extra hot coffee there would be more popular. Uh, I think that we kind of max out as a human species as to the temperature of that coffee that we can um, that we can drink without regard to race or 
religion or ethnicity. Well, I'm, I'm or not sure if your belief in a higher power or reincarnation has much to do with your tolerance for pain. But aren't Scandinavians routinely the winners of the sauna contest? Probably, but it's probably just so cold all the time where they'll take anything that's a little bit warmer than freezing. Well, maybe that's how they're able to drink the really hot coffee. Yeah, but if you had a sauna, the temperature of the coffee that you're talking about, everybody would burn to death. So I don't know if... Well, no, I'm not saying that the temperature would be the same. Yeah, uh, but you're saying that they like warm things. Well, I'm saying you said that about the sauna, so I would say... They would like other warm things. I suppose, but I just, I don't think it's a thing. I think that they love coffee. They somehow have great coffee selection techniques from other parts of the world, because obviously coffee is not native to Sweden. Right. Um, but somehow they have a good taste for picking the right coffee and manufacturing, not manufacturing really, but reselling the, the, the best coffee in the world. The Swedes do. Yes. Uh, Germans are good at it too. Swedes, Swedes are good at it. I don't Germans know and Swedes known for their coffee. Yes, I don't know about Norwegians. Somehow though. we have French roast and Italian roast. No German roast. No Swedish roast. Right. I I feel like Dave. I'm I'm not sure I believe you. Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah. So you're drinking uh, coffee in the afternoon at work, and it's becoming thicker and thicker by the mouthful. I presume. Yes. At any point, are you thinking to yourself, it's just not worth it? First of all, the yogurt is not going to have caffeine in it, right? Right. You're like just sort of torturing yourself. So when I had drained the last of the coffee, uh, there was a real big chunk. It, <laughs> it looked like one of the entire heaping tablespoonfuls of yogurt. The, uh-huh. You know, one of the ones that I put in had just totally reconstituted itself into the same size that it had been. When we get to the bottom of the cup, there's nothing left but huge glob, probably a heaping tablespoon size. And I thought, maybe I'll just dump it out in the trash. But then I thought, I'm not going to waste good yogurt. <laughs> tilted Would the cup. you still consider it good yogurt? Tilted, tilted the cup entirely back, all uh-huh. the way back, vertical. Shook this thing down, fell down off the side of the cup, slapped me in the upper lip. <laughs> and then I ate it. And I, I just ate it. A big glob of plain yogurt. And it served a dual purpose at that point. Not only to cream my coffee, but also to... Uh, get my stomach to stop growling because remember I was fasting all of Monday. So I did uh, enjoy that last bit of yogurt because it did get my stomach to stop growling and settled me down for a bit until dinner. On a scale of zero mics to 10 mics, how many mics would you give Greek yogurt coffee? Zero to 10? Yes. And 10 is the best? Yes. Probably give it a two. What would be fewer mics that you would still consume voluntarily? Tuna fish with mayonnaise gets a one. But you would you would voluntarily eat it? No. Oh, so we're, we're, the scale is not things all over the place. It's just things that I would eat. Well, because you voluntarily consumed the coffee. Like the, okay. You didn't do this because you had to. I see. All right, I'm going to put daikon as a one. Daikon radish. Yes. Because it smells so farty. Yeah. Um, I have pickled daikon at home. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Every uh, time you open up the jar, dude, it just reeks like farts. Yeah. I know. I kind of feel like it smells like old people diapers as well, based on my experience of going into nursing homes and dealing with old people delivering flowers to them in college. Uh, there was always some bad smells in those nursing homes, and it reminded me of daikon radish. Kimchi is another one I wouldn't want to eat. It is not good. If you go to a Korean restaurant, you avoid the... Uh, Basically, any of the condiments they put out, I avoid. Uh, what would you rate as a 10 mics out of 10 mics? Chicken 65, chicken korma, pho, any kind. Except for meatball pho. The meatballs they make are always gross. What would you rate? How many mics would it get? The meatball one? Yeah. Five. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's that gross. It's not as gross as right. yogurt coffee. Of okay. Right. Mm-hmm. What about a 10 mic drink? An avocado smoothie. Wow, really? Yeah. Homemade or you buy somewhere? I never made one. I get it at the Vietnamese places. Those are really, really good. 
So uh, Fogelbanger, I give it a 10. Well, in conclusion, what can you tell us you've learned about putting yogurt in coffee? Greek yogurt in particular. Kids, don't do it. This has been Eating with Dave, starring Dave. I'm your host, Chris. Dave, it's been my pleasure. Me too, Chris. Thanks. Until next time, this is Rapping with Dave, starring Dave. Dave, thanks for joining us for Rapping with Dave. Thank you, Chris.